sometimes visibility doesn't feel safe and that feeling may or may not be conscious, but there's a little part of the way you make decisions and the way you prioritize that keeps you from being visible. You are listening to Amplify Your Success Podcast, episode 338, and today we're going to go into your mind and explore why visibility can sometimes be scary and hold you back from doing the very thing that's going to get your results. You ready for this? Let's get started. Welcome to the Amplify Your Success Podcast. Get ready to ramp up your revenue, amplify your impact, and make your mark in the world. This is the show for experts, thought leaders, and service professionals who want to shatter their limits and achieve that next level. You're going to find out from other experts and influencers how they made it. Now, let's get Amplified. Hey there, inspired entrepreneurs and business leaders. It's your host, Melanie Benson, authority amplifier and possibility igniter. And today we're going to talk about fear. But we're going to talk about fear as it relates to being visible and how sometimes we have some hidden programs or some unconscious beliefs that are actually working against our decision making. And it it will present itself as all of these really rational, logical, practical things that's actually keeping you from being visible to ideal clients and more opportunities. And as somebody who works a lot with uh, expert-based entrepreneurs and coaches and service professionals to help them be attracting high caliber clients and premium opportunities, I've noticed that sometimes visibility feels scary. And there's a lot of different ways that visibility may actually feel scary to you. And if you're someone who's already recognizing that and you're like, I got to feel the fear and do it anyway, congratulations. And if you're noticing that you're just not prioritizing doing the things that will help you attract more clients, then this is for you. Before I start unpacking these signs and the things that may be contributing to your uh, visibility fear, I want to share a resource with you that if you've not yet done will be very helpful, especially with our theme for today. And that is a quiz that I put together that will help you identify the top four reasons why someone may be invisible to ideal clients and opportunities and not even realize it. I call it my high, highly paid authority quiz. If you go to melaniebenson.com forward slash authority quiz. I'll link that up in the show notes. You can take this quiz. It's completely free. It's complimentary for you. And I'll ask you a few key questions. It'll take you two minutes or less. And then I will share with you what may be in your blind spot that's keeping you a best kept secret. So again, that's melaniebenson.com forward slash authority quiz. And I would love when you take the quiz, if you want to share with me wherever you're listening to this or just slide into my DMs wherever we're connected on social and let me know uh, what answers came up for you, I would be very interested to hear. Let's talk about fear and visibility and why it might be scary for you to be more visible. Um, this This episode was inspired in part by a interaction I had on my Facebook. Once in a while, these interactions just really inspire me to create an episode here, but not in the way you might think, because I 
had posted something uh, about someone who had given a really, really bad pitch. And it was, it's, it's like, I know that pitching people can be scary, but this was one of those, like, it was just really bad. And it wasn't a very good uh, way to receive a pitch. It didn't feel good to me. But I posted something about it. And then somebody who's really big in the world of um, booking podcasts, guests on other people's podcasts, I should say booking guests on other people's podcasts, posted about it and kind of chastised me for sharing it. And I was so like kind of taken aback by that. And the point was visibility can be scary. And I was like, you know what? It actually can be scary. And I've had those moments where it was scary for me. I tend to be that person when I when I recognize fears holding me back, I do the NLP recoding processes that I've been trained in, that I use with my clients and in my own mind and move myself through it. But I realized like after reflecting on some conversations I'd had with a lot of people over the last 22 years and in particular the last few years since I started teaching guest expert system, I thought, you know what? That's right. Visibility can be scary sometimes. It's what we do with that feeling that makes or breaks the results we're getting. It's being aware that this feeling is actually a pretty common feeling and recognizing what's causing that fear, that anxiety, that um, not feel good experience about being visible. And instead of letting that be the outcome and kind of the stopping point, be willing to kind of pull that apart a little bit and say, okay, why exactly am I holding myself back here? And I did an exercise with a woman who was in guest expert system uh, last year. And she said, Melanie, like, I'm not working the steps. And I'm realizing like, I actually am afraid of being seen. And when we went inside of it, and this is where I'm super grateful for the mindset training that I have, we started to realize that she'd made up a bunch of stories about what could happen that would feel scary to her and even more overwhelming if she was visible and got more clients. And by moving through that, we were able to shift her out of being paralyzed and stuck and into a more neutral place where having visibility felt good. So there's a lot of reasons why I know people might have anxiety about being more visible. It may be scary to them to be more visible. And let's just start with the fact that for some people, being seen produces anxiety and a a very big fear. And I want to acknowledge like this might be the extreme for some people, but there are people who the traumas they've experienced, the fear that comes up for them about being seen is so visceral and so in their um, fear center, the amygdala takes over and they are out. They're like, I am not going to do anything about this. And I've just so many instances of this are soaring through my brain as I'm talking about this. And I worked with Women's Speakers Association on the board for many, many years. And there were women from all over the world who came from cultures where it wasn't okay for them to be seen, let alone have a message and broadcast that message in a bigger way. And so helping them move beyond that fear of being visible into 
willing to be visible, to be, uh, to kind of recalibrate some of those memories and some of that painful trauma into a catalyst for their greatness was very powerful. I'm also thinking of a woman back in the days when I used to host a lot of live events. Um, she was so paralyzed and I could see she was literally trauma stricken and I'd known her for many years, but she asked to have a private conversation with me on one of the breaks. And we started to unpack what that fear was about and what was coming up for her. And she realized she had been attacked as a teenager in, or a young person in college and had to go through a whole trial, had to move away from the area she lived in because um, this uh, person who raped her and hurt her badly and scarred her for life physically and emotionally had, um, you know, been, she didn't know if this person would come find her again. And so these are real things. And I want to acknowledge that these real experiences need to be addressed. They need, the trauma needs to be managed. The, um, the healing needs to happen for you. If you have this kind of extreme holdback to feel willing to be seen with your message. And so I really want to acknowledge that for a minute. I've done so much trauma work over the last few years. I have my own trauma from childhood that reared itself uh, up again to be dealt with and healed on a new level. And I, and I saw how in some ways there were days where I didn't feel capable of being visible. And it, um, it is a real feeling that is bigger than your mind can control. So I wanted to acknowledge that. And I want to just let you know that there are support systems out there. There are trauma centers. There are people who specialize in helping you learn how to regulate your energy and heal that trauma so that you can have the courage and have the resilience and the resourcefulness to share your message in a bigger way. Now, let's imagine for a minute that maybe you have some anxiety of being seen and you don't have one of those horrible traumas that you know, you're carrying around memories that are scary for you, but you just have this pervasive energy of stuckness and paralyzed and you can't figure out why. Well, here's some of the things that could be coming up for you. You may literally have a fear of putting your message out and it doesn't work. You put yourself out to be seen and people attack you. And Maybe you have some imposter syndrome or fraud syndrome where you're thinking like, okay, like what do I have to teach? Like, does anybody really want to hear what I have to say? And some of those thoughts could actually be sabotaging your willingness to be putting yourself out there. And so instead of working through those holdback energies and those fears and those feelings, you literally come up with a whole list of other things to do. Everything else is more important than the steps of being visible. Instead of um, maybe allowing yourself to feel a little vulnerable by sharing some personal stories or um, like sharing something that's edgy that you're not sure how it's going to land, you talk yourself out of it and convince yourself that, you know, it's going to, something bad's going to happen, right? And so no matter what that fear is, here's what I want to kind of put on the table for you. If you have a message or you have a body of work, you have a program, you have an offering 
that you want to sell more, if you let that fear hold you back, you will always struggle to get clients. And that may be okay for you. Maybe you have other sources of income, or maybe you have a cushion of some kind, but most of us don't. And so you have to be willing to stand up for what you believe in. You have to be willing to allow your message and the, the, just the magic of sharing that message in a bigger way to be more impactful to you than the fear. And that means you've got to be 100% in on your message. Living in what might happen is literally causing you to hold yourself back. So maybe you feel some conflict. It's like you're comparing yourself to other people and how well they speak or how good a job they do when they're a guest or they're a speaker on a stage or they're a writer. And that comparison gets you in your head and you start thinking like, I'm never gonna be good enough. It doesn't matter. There's somebody out there who needs what you do. If you lack confidence, Maybe this isn't necessarily a fear of being seen or a fear of succeeding or a fear of failing or any of those things, but maybe you simply lack the confidence in yourself and you're not sure that you have what it takes to pull this off. I guarantee you, doing nothing will not solve this. Doing something will give you feedback and will allow you to learn as you go, or you can enroll in a program, get a coach to help you. But if you're going to wing it and do it on your own, do something. If I could just tell you the first few speeches I ever gave, mortifying, just completely mortifying. Oh my goodness. Uh, when I, back when I worked in corporate, I used to have to give speeches. They were not big speeches, but they were small segments of speeches, presentations, because I was involved in these total customer satisfaction circles. And there were like 500 to 2000 people in these audiences. And I was horrible. I was a mess. Like I had no idea. I had no confidence. I had no speaking skills. I had knowledge. And so I just, I just leaned into the knowledge. Yes, it was dry. It wasn't, was never my best efforts. I'm so glad there was no video on Facebook of it because it would have definitely been harder. But I let the knowledge lead me. Uh, my first speech as an entrepreneur was for a group called New. Uh, it was a network of empowering women entrepreneurs. Oh my gosh, so bad, so bad. Like I, there was a woman who was a spe speaker coach who literally came up to me and she said, I know how much passion you have. Would you like to be able to do a better, you know, like to be able to command the stage differently, I think is how she said it. So I hired her and helped, hired her to help me learn how to give a talk more effectively. And you know what the bottom line was? It was confidence. When you have confidence in what you're teaching, when you have confidence in what you believe in and you share your message from that stage, your passion and your energy follows, even if the technical delivery isn't perfect. So find things you are confident in, that you're fired up in, that you believe in no matter what and share those. And the last thing that I was kind of thinking about when people tell me that they're holding themselves back and that visibility feels scary is it may not be the visibility itself, but it might simply be how to be more visible is scary. Like you don't know what to do and not knowing what to do may be 
the thing that's that's hard for you. Like I know a lot of people, if they don't know how to do something, they don't do it because they have this voice in their head that says you're not going to be good at it. And so why bother? So I believe in learning how to be more visible. And there's um, this beautiful gift that comes when you recognize you are letting your comfort zone dictate what is possible for you. And instead of letting your comfort zone dictate it, you allow yourself to be stretched and grown to a new level of competence and confidence uh, by enrolling in a program that speaks to your heart and to working with a mentor that really feels good to you. Like you believe they have your best at heart and they will challenge you to be a better version of you on stage or on the microphone or wherever you are. And so commit to growth rather than comfort here. One of the tools that I started using with my clients in my mastermind group, Ignite, and I'm bringing some of this into guest expert system in the next go around, is recognizing that each of us have a human design. And this is something we're born with. And when we lean into that human design, this can actually reveal to us the best way to be visible so that our our poignancy and our power comes through. You're going to be hearing me talk a lot more about human design. I've known about it for 12, 13 years, but it wasn't until the last year that I really started to use the tool in a deeper way. And the insights and the personal power and the clarity and the confidence that comes from understanding your human design and building your business and your visibility strategy and your messaging strategy and your business offerings around your human design is extraordinary. And one of the ways that I see people get massive strength and resolve to share their message in a bigger way is to learn how to be visible so it's congruent with your human design. I was working with a woman uh, last year and she kept bumping up again, like the strategy Melly doesn't feel congruent for me. And when I went back and I looked at her human design, I was like, oh, I understand now because the way in which her human design is most natural for her to share her visibility was through the strength of her inner circle. So she is not designed to be somebody who broadcasts her brilliance from the top of a, a stage or from a microphone. She can do it, but it's very uncomfortable for her. So her most natural, most powerful state was different than mine and is different from my other clients. And so kind of di digging deeper into that gave her that sense of confidence, like, okay, this is why it's always felt off. And now I know what to do differently. Okay, so how to be more visible, if it feels incongruent the way you've been taught, you know, go dance on reels or do a podcast tour, tour or go land a TEDx talk. If it's feeling incongruent, chances are there is something about the way you're uniquely designed that needs to be uh, understood and unlocked so that you can do more of what you were born to do. That is when your power comes through. That is when your confidence soars. Okay, so I am a huge, huge believer in really uncovering your superpower and what is unique to you and amplifying that. And the more you do that, the more vis being visible will not feel like 
the paralysis and the fear that is holding so many people back, but it will feel like, okay, when I do this, I feel like I'm my most natural self. Last thing I want to bring up is I've been studying a lot about trauma and fear and the effects and stress in general and overwhelm and the effects it has on the body. And and if you are someone who being visible, like you're, you're afraid that people are going to tell you you're doing it wrong or you're going to be made fun of or there's judgment and maybe that's been in your past. You put yourself out there and people kind of chopped you down like the tall poppy syndrome. Again, this can be a reason why being visible doesn't feel safe. It doesn't feel good to you. Like I went a group where there is somebody in there who just, it's like he's made it his life business to evaluate and judge every single speaker on stage. Like, and if they're not an excellent speaker, he's just complains about it. And (laughs) so I found myself going like, I'm not getting up on that stage. And I realized like that doesn't do anybody any good, right? And so there are people who are always going to be little other people. When we let their voices dictate our behaviors, we are playing small so other people will not get ruffled. That is not our job, my friend. Your job is not to play small. But we might need some resources and some tools to build resilience, to build strength, to build our personal power. And one of the things that, um, well, actually two things that I think are super important is using tools like neuro-linguistic programming, something I got trained on early on in my career and I've been using for the last two decades to help people move through fear. Neuro-linguistic programming basically is a way of using language to teach the neurons in your brain to travel a new path towards what you want instead of just staying in that habitual pattern of being stuck uh, or overwhelmed or triggered by things that are um, uncomfortable or anxiety producing for you. It actually can work a lot on trauma, but I am a huge fan of healing trauma, not just teaching the brain not to feel it because that that is a short-term solution. Trust me, I did that one. But the other thing that I think is worth mentioning is there's a lot of tools now that are available around the idea of energy regulation. So energy dysregulation is when you're stressed and overwhelmed, and maybe that's from trauma, maybe that's from overexertion, and you are dysregulated, which means you're anxious, you're depressed, you're exhausted, you're emotionally detached. And we don't produce our best results that way. So learning some tools around energy dysregulation sorry, energy dysregulation to help yourself regulate. Here's two. Um, Learn to breathe differently. Learn to manage your energy by changing how you breathe, doing deeper breathing, slowing the breathing, being present to breathing. Even for one minute can change your energy patterns in your body. So if you're anxious or you're stuck or feeling some kind of, um, fear that that you can't get past, that breathing technique can help. Uh, A second thing you can do is go for a walk. I know it sounds really simple, but your energy has to be moved throughout your body rather than energy getting stuck in the body. And there's some really uh, more integrated uh, resources available. You can uh, go on TikTok or Instagram or Facebook and type in energy dysregulation and you'll get tons of tools. I'm actually going to bring somebody on in the very near future who's an expert in this to talk about it. Okay, so 
I love to hear from you. Now, if you're taking the quiz that I mentioned earlier and you get a, your results back, I'd love to hear what they are. Um, or if this is speaking to you in some way and you're like, yeah, Melanie, I've had these fears. It hasn't felt safe for me to be visible. I want to know, like, am I on the right track here? Are you noticing this in yourself? Have you been there in the past and maybe moved past it? Let me know what's up for you around this. I'm feeling this call to speak to the things that people don't talk about enough that are actually what's in the way of us having the, the bigger impact that we're meant to have. And I want to know if this is one of those things that's up for you. Thanks for tuning in today, Amplifier. Be sure to join us right now in the Amplify Your Authority community at authorityamplifiers.com. And I'll share my seven proven tips to be a highly paid expert that stands out in a crowded market. Plus, we're going to keep this conversation going. And I want to hear from you how you're going to amplify your authority and make a greater impact. Before you go, please take a minute to give our show and our guests some love over on your favorite podcasting platform. Subscribe, rate, and review. Leave your full name and I'll spotlight you and your authority on social media. 